Hi, it's Mia from Singing from the Crease and God Cares Ministries. It is a ministry of kindness and that's all. Nothing more, nothing less. This blog post was originally put on Singing from the Crease um, on July 11th, 2000. It is part of a series that I call a post for all occasions. So when you see APFO, AO, I, it is meant to impart information that I have often had to repeat. And I got a little tired of that. So I decided to get it recorded in some way. So when I am approached in any particular way, I can simply give them a blog post or something in audio or in video. So this is a part of the APFPA, a post for all occasions. I would hit stop recording, but I'm just going to keep going through it. I'll muddle. Anyway, this is a part of that series. Um, everyone should note that my Twitter handle is and will stay at Crease Singer. Uh, just like I promised that I'd be keeping singing from the crease, uh, the name of my website. Um, if you were following Gangsta of Love, you don't need to make any changes that happened automatically. So I've been working on this blog, and after years of blogging, uh, the content has grown and the technology has changed. So I'm slowly getting to a full review of all things singing from the crease. Anybody finds any bad links there or has any comments of any kind, you're more than welcome to email me at singingfromthecrease at gmail.com. Um, that email is only seen by me, so uh, it is personal and confidential in that way. Some other questions I've answered on my YouTube channel, which admittedly has a terrible introductory video, and I do have it on my list of things to do to re-record that. However, my YouTube channel is listed under Mia Luth, L-U-E-T-H. Uh, you can probably also find it by um, searching for Singing from the Crease. First question came from Dave, who wants to know why I'm so outspoken about my defensive goaltenders. And, well, the answer is I've been in that position up to a semi-pro level. Not hockey, but soccer. And I've played hockey in goalie gear. And there's nothing particularly easy about it. I certainly don't always agree with some goalies or their personal views, but I see goalies pull stupids and know from experience that that's the best term for it. I've also done it. I've seen too much media, though, that indicates goalies are some sort of mystery to people, and there has been a tendency to think that all net miners are exactly the same. Well, they should have the exact same goal, which is stop whatever object is involved before it crosses the goal line. But how they do it is wide and varied in athletic terms. Certain personality types have difficulty reconciling a loss and tend to take the full brunt blame on themselves. I do not want those types to do that. And should any hear this, they should just know. Team is team. And all you can do is learn and employ what you've learned in future games. Ten years ago, there were 
there were very many people sharing what it's like to be a goaltender. There weren't very many. But nowadays, there are hundreds on some sort of public media, um, and they range from youngsters to professionals and Olympians, who are doing so. And all I ask is that angry goalie critics take a time, a little bit of time, to listen to a few perspectives provided directly from experienced goalies or attendees or goalers, whichever term you like. Uh, before you go on a fire the goalie and get rid of the netminder rant. Less than 1% of the human population can play that position naturally, and of those, many never make it past the college level. So more opportunities are good and needed, but even then, a rare few excel at the position and can handle the responsibility that comes with goaltending in any sport. I focus on ice hockey for the most part. So, some people may know, many don't, that I am an individual who's had serious illnesses, and uh, one of them was uh, cancer. Uh, and uh, so I got a question a while back from Annie and her mom, and Annie is a cancer survivor who wants to know if I'm in remission. And so far, Concerning one aspect of my health involving cancer, I have no sign of it in my blood. Uh, endoscopic biopsy, brain imaging, and two different types, uh, two different types of brain imaging, um, colonoscopy, cervical biopsies, and I don't take any treatment. So I suppose the answer is yes. Uh, there is a little bit of what they call occult blood in my urine. It doesn't mean the occult, what the term occult means, O-C-C-U-L-T, is abnormal, not normal. So, yes, occasionally that happens, and it's still a mystery why. Mm, I get my kidneys checked and other kinds of things. So that is still a little bit of a concern, and I do have a little nodule on my thyroid, um, but... It hasn't grown, so I guess the answer is yes. Uh, I would like them to know that I thank them for asking because you'd be very surprised how few have actually cared enough to ask. So many people just tied up in their own problems and issues. And forget to do that, so I appreciate it. Uh, we survive. It's hard. I personally believe that more people need to understand how long it takes to recover and what measures uh, may have to, one may have to take to endure, endure to stay cancer-free. It's work and it's draining. Financial recovery can take even longer, and for some, it just never happens at all. Um, I feel for all of my fellow Americans for sure and in any other countries but I can only speak to the Americans in terms of the American uh, system of healthcare including healthcare companies and other such things you know the one major illness can pretty much deprive you of all of your financial stability pretty quickly and then from there you know you're stressed because you don't have financial stability and then from there it just tends to get worse and worse and spirals, and that is wrong, 
in every way and I disagree with it and those who are responsible for it should know yes and it can happen to you too or your children or someone you love so please reconsider how you view taking care of the American public So my main message to anyone who may see or hear this is survivors aren't lazy people who blew all their money on a bunch of crap, nor did they waste their lives living in their parents' basement. Most adults who get cancer have quite a few responsibilities and a good portion of them uh, are, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, Yeah, a good portion of them are the source of their own income. Guess what happens when your income goes to zero? You stress out hard. You lose your life savings. You often end up filing for bankruptcy. Society in general won't understand and automatically, you know, think everyone who doesn't work and files for bankruptcy is a loser piece of trash to be exterminated because we are a drain on society. And to those I say, I hope it never happens to you. I pray you are never in that position. I hope you just simply learn from others and that positive changes are made so that you will never be in that position. That is the truth. Yes, yes it is. Um, I did get a question from someone who's anonymous, asked me uh, how many tattoos I have and I have two. I plan to get quite a few more. But, you know, I need money for that. And that's a luxury expense as far as I'm concerned. But anybody hears this, put this up to God. You know, some individual with extra money would like to help someone out. (laughs) Either free, decent tattoo artist or, you know, I take checks. (laughs) I'll take cash, (laughs) stocks, bonds, I mean, you know, I'm not picky, Um, but I do plan to get more. Um, So, John in Montana, uh, why did I write a post stating that I wasn't a hockey fan anymore, but still continue to talk about eyesight? Well, I did write another post about that later and I'm sure I'll get that on the podcast but for now it's just over the years I've run across many people who say they're hockey fans but many of them seem to have very short patience and that seems to be happening more and more in the world in general but you know I I can't tell how many people start to get annoyed and frustrated in October the first month of you know a many month season and then you know many times i've had to bring a certain perspective to other fans and after a while most of them just stop being fans switch to another team where they do the exact same thing and expect it will somehow be different or they just complain and bitch about their team endlessly all season long and seem like they are miserable and they might just be even when their own team wins. I got to the point where I just couldn't see my way clear to associate myself with those types of fans and just seemed like those were the more outspoken fans. And I wonder when anybody gets like that, who hurt you? 
What kind of pain are you in? Um, I feel for them, but I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. Um, I often wonder why they even watch. I mean, if every single thing bothers them about their team, why are they even a hockey fan? I have news for some hockey fans. Their rules, okay, GMs can't just fire players. Two teams aren't playing against each other or playing against each other. I mean, so it doesn't matter how well your team performs. The other team might just be doing it slightly better. Um, And sometimes one team has control of the ice and sometimes the other team does. These things happen. That's ice hockey. Coaches, coaches often have no say in who they coach, as in who gets a contract with their franchise. Even uh, I've even spent a little time uh, with someone who sits through entire games getting all pissed off at every single call the on-ice officials make. And if the officials were that bad in the National Hockey League, those officials would not have jobs in the National Hockey League. I just couldn't do it anymore. There are some who are ice hockey lovers. Uh, we know sometimes our team is all beat up and schedule is working against them and our team has to survive a period, even maybe the entire game. Sometimes teams have a 22-hour day because they travel to different time zones. I don't know about most people, but I have a hard time just flying west once a year from jet lag, let alone doing it many times a year. I don't put monies on, on the game, so... Certainly no reason for me to get that bent out of shape. Uh, And if you do put money on games, well, don't do that anymore. I'm not a GM. I'm not the goalie. I'm not on ice. All all of these things are true. So I do whatever I can just to cheer my team on and, you know, support and, you know, give them some positive vibes when I can. Uh, Yeah, sometimes I'll boo. My team, when I know that they've thrown a total stinker on ice in front of a home ice, in front of a home ice crowd, I mean, these things are silly. Um, sometimes a team will go out thinking something that they shouldn't um, because they didn't respect that every single team in the NHL can win games. And no team has ever lost every single game. Uh, some have come close, though. Uh, as someone who listens to players and coaches and knows what my team can do, it is sometimes the right thing to do when your team is playing at home and can't barely put up a fight against another team who is basically B players and putting out a B game. You know, booing then is, you know, the right time. That's the right time to boo your team. Otherwise, you know, there are people, there are professional athletes, things happen you know, momentum changes, illnesses, all the other kinds of things that occur just every day in life. I'm a hockey lover. I decided to differentiate. I'm sure there are other people, maybe a few, who understand where I'm coming from. Um, That's about all I have for today, those questions. Um, I do talk about myself a lot, this is true, but a part of that has more to do with considering others. Uh, I listen to people very carefully and I watch people very carefully and I care. And so I do tend to want to put perspectives um, 
that are, you know, obtainable to just everyday people or not so everyday people. And I do have a right to express myself about these things. So um, my goal in doing these things is some of it is therapeutic. I unfortunately did it hit the skids maybe in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. Uh, everything was difficult for me. Uh, you know, it, it could be Dark Night of the Soul, which lasted quite, quite a while. Um, I had a lot of things swirling around in my head. So, um, I do it for me, but I do it for others because sometimes I put out perspectives that help others. And that's the main reason that I do it. So mind your nets, goalies. Some use the ad, ad, adage, patience is a virtue, but I look at it like this. Patience is a discipline. And I would like to remind those who have come to Christ that. Um, the angry, impatient Christians often cause me some pause and some sadness and sometimes I wish that they had more trust in God. Faith. You have faith that things will come around and knowing that you have love on your side all the time should really put you in a peaceful state. So just remember no matter what whether you've come to Christ or not uh, patience is a discipline. Thank you for listening. This is Mia. Peace.